0: welcome to disney animation minute essentials where we are breaking through disney's the little mermaid one minute at a time i'm kester dorowski
1: i'm andrew dorowski
0: and for the last time because this is friday and this is the last time that we will hear his voice in, this, In movie. this movie, we are joined by Joe Duraski.
1: So five is the limit of my streak, that's what you're telling me? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're cutting you off. Okay. I'm sure this is the record, though. Right? Five? Right? Guys? Uh, not between the two of us, but <laughs> for guests. Um, no one's ever done more, right?
0: No one's done more than five. I think so. No. Uh, Today, we are discussing Minute 30, which begins with Ariel saying, Then Flounder will splash around to get his attention. It ends with Sebastian singing, Down here all the fish is happy. And the minute features Sebastian stopping Ariel from swimming off to go see Eric. And Sebastian singing, or starting to sing, um, to tell Ariel about how the sea life is better than the human world.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, I... I'm, I'm gonna say I don't think she's swimming off to go see Eric. I think she's swimming off to start enacting her plot. Okay. To see Eric ultimately, but her I, plot thus far was it's morning at this point. But her plot was I'm gonna swim by his castle. Well, no, okay, so <laughs> so, so, so maybe his... it was in the previous minute. My first note is she says Scuttle knows where he lives, so she does need to go meet with Scuttle to find out where okay. she, true, where he lives. True. How does Scuttle know where she where he lives, and how does she know that Scuttle knows that? There must be a lot of conversations we're not privy to in this film. Yeah. Because, like, I don't I don't see any reason that she would know or suspect that Scuttle knows this.
0: Or maybe she's just assuming Scuttle knows. Because Scuttle knows, knows. Because Scuttle knows or, everything. Yeah,
1: or, at the very least, if she were to ask Scuttle, he would answer as though he knows. <laughs> I was definitely going down that path. So okay. I, I agree uh, with that's this. A, that's a good call.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I believe that is correct. <laughs> that's how Scuttle works. So in this minute we get the steel drum Caribbean beat introducing Okay okay, but wait We still gotta talk about this plot So why can't she splash around She says and I'll have flounder splash around Why not you do it yourself Because a human splashing Would look like someone swimming if she if she splashes, she just looks like a human swimming. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But if Flounder splashes, it like, looks like a oh, fish Oh, the woman that saved me. <laughs> no, if Flounder splashes, it looks like a fish swimming, which is very, different, <laughs> answer. Like, I very know, different I don't know why okay. she's trying to involve all of her friends in this. You know, I you're know. right. That uh, I And had... why didn't she just jump to Sebastian? I'll have Sebastian do something. Because Sebastian is not trustworthy. That's a little harsh. <laughs> in her mind. Is she already upset at him? Or that's No. No, not yet. It's after the... But it's in she the, probably she, feels like Sebastian's on her father's. Right. Yeah, Sebastian is her father. You know, his, his eyes eight ears. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But, is there anything... Alright, so what her, else? Her, we... her plot, so... Uh, I'll swim up, up to, to, to his, his castle. castle. I think
1: she says, before Slander. that, scuttle, scuttle knows where he lives. I'll swim up to his castle. So she knows it's a castle. She knows it's the prince. Uh, Flounder Flatter will splash, splash around, around
0: to get his attention.
1: Which... She could do herself. Yeah, with her voice. Which he would recognize. Yes. Yeah. She's bad at this plan.
0: And then she uh, she's cut off by Sebastian. Yes.
1: Okay. Good so we also- don't know Sebastian. One, like, this is bad planning. Two, she shouldn't be planning this. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad, bad game plan in general. Just don't go to the surface. Yeah.
0: And she starts to swim away. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian, like stops her. He 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 comes up to, like, her face and has his claws out and just... <laughs> like, stop.
1: Trying <laughs> to stop her. Like, Calm down. Calm
0: down. No. He gets a lot of
1: good gesturing out of his claws, considering there are, you know, two units to them. Yes. Two digits.
0: <laughs> yes. And she does sink down onto the coral...
1: I think it's a stone, stone. of some kind.
0: It's a quite, a, it's quite a nice
1: bench thing. All right, so, so we've said. I mean, Sebastian, we've said is her father's agent. He's got this paternal attitude towards Ariel, this, and, and it is his responsibility to make sure she doesn't. When he things. does the stop, you could get a lecture coming. <laughs> nice. But if all parental lectures after you were, did something that they want to chew you out about was in the form of Caribbean uh, oh. song, I think I would have enjoyed <laughs> those lectures much more. I mean,
0: this is about the time that the music starts coming.
1: Yeah, he start hearing something.
0: And, uh, Howard Ashman wanted the music to work with the movie and make it more realistic. And so he wanted the music to kind of, especially with Under the Sea, come in under dialogue so that the transition into the singing made it more realistic. And, and more natural, and they make a
1: lot of the drum beats at least diegetic, where you see yes. sea creatures hitting uh, shells, hitting shells, and even some of the the horn sounds that like you see some mm-hmm. of the the fish blowing. Especially in the, I'd say in this song and in when Sebastian sings in in um, Kiss the Girl. Also, yeah. they make a lot of diegetic um, choices. Is this the single most iconic ten notes ever written for popular music?
0: Like
1: that's it. Like you're done. You're in under the sea now. I think there are songs that can do that in less than ten. But like, we, but I can't. I can't but accuse. It, what, this I of, should like, say like, this, this. This hold on. English professor me. There are songs that can do it in fewer than ten. Uh, I apologize. Okay. <laughs> um, I may have corrected Kester on something like that <laughs> a few weeks ago. <clears throat> um, but like that that ten note riff mm-hmm. is is the theme of Under the Sea of, of the entire song. And, and like as soon as you hear that it's like that's under the sea and it, yeah. and it, and it's very it's very rapid so it's like a 3 second thing. So yes there's I mean you can do like dun 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 like you know Beethoven mm-hmm. right away. And and so there's certainly things that do it in fewer but like that's a very intense like you hear that I, beat I'd and say you're set. It's, it's definitely iconic but I I can't say it's the most Okay. Yeah. Kestra, your thoughts. You are the music major? Yeah, well, yes. You should you should be the one talking about the music.
0: I mean Yes, it is. Like, once once I hear even the first uh, couple notes, not even the whole thing that you're talking about. I, I, feel, like I, the, I can, feel like I need I under- to do the whole phrase. Right. You, you feel the need to do it, but I feel like I can get it right out from underneath. But that being said, with me being the Disney person and the Disney musician that I am, pretty much any Disney song, <laughs> once I hear the first note, or the first two or three notes, you're in. I know which song it is.
1: I feel like this one's also especially iconic because it's an unusual instrument that they play those first notes on. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what instrument it is, like the marimba or something. Um, steel drums? Is it the steel drums that they do the initial? Pretty I <laughs> sure think so. It
0: Pretty certain. Okay.
1: You would know because you played steel drums.
0: Yes. Um, I didn't know this. For one year.
1: Well, awesome, though. And we played
0: this song. <laughs>
1: Well, okay. if you're playing steel drums, is there anything else you're gonna?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we played this song, and oh, I don't remember.
1: But like this phrase is, but like, I I can't think of anything that it's similar to. When yeah. I hear this phrase, I can think of nothing but. Um, I th- I'll accept um, that. And, that premise, and there's yeah. definitely um, other musical phrases where I would hear the notes and say, "Oh, that's this," but it also reminds me of something else. And this reminds me of nothing else. Um, like I I. I don't think I could possibly think of another song very quickly once I hear that. It's like because then I'm just jumping into Under the Sea. No. So I do remember seeing this um, in the theater. I remember seeing Little Mermaid in the theater, but I also have a very vivid memory of childhood when and for young listeners. I'm sorry if this means nothing to you, but Disney Channel would do an annual, I think, preview or maybe twice a year. I, where, I feel like it was probably only annual. Yeah, where for a weekend. If you weren't a subscriber to the Disney Channel, this is back before like basic cable had so many channels. Yeah, like this is when it was, like basic cable was maybe like ten to thirteen channels. Yeah, WGN, ESPN, uh, <laughs> you had a couple of TBS, local, you, yeah, you have maybe TNTA, like six, six and of Nickelodeon. The local channels. with UPN and stuff. Yeah, but Disney Channel was a tier up, and you had to pay. I think specifically for the Disney Channel, you had to choose to just to subscribe to that one. And we weren't going to do that. Yeah, uh, and so. In our family at that time. It, I mean, it wasn't that many years later that it became a, a part, part of a, a basic the, cable package. The yeah. Maybe 100 channel cable yeah, package. Yeah, if you were doing that. Um, but whenever that weekend came around, I remember, like, Disney Channel was going to be on, because that was our one time of the, the year where chance. it was to be on. And, and we were going to see so many commercials for kids packing for Disneyland. I, well, and also of the call-in, like the, the phone number on the bottom of the screen and mm-hmm. the, the operator standing by. And in our family, we did not go to Disneyland. Yes, and this ties in because I have a very vivid memory of a performance from Disneyland of this song by, what's the name of the actor who did uh, it? Uh, Sam, Samuel E. Wright. Samuel E. Wright? Yeah. Or sing? Does he sing Sebastian as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching a special from Disneyland that was airing as part of the Disney Channel weekend mm-hmm. about Little Mermaid, and he sang Under the Sea, and they had the steel drums and, going, and and a and live. It was a live performance from Disneyland Great style. Yeah, and I remember thinking Disneyland must be the greatest place on earth <laughs> because <laughs> because there's performances like this happening <laughs> all the time.
0: I mean, uh, it, it is the happiest place on earth,
1: but. I also just remember seeing him, and like as I would have been seven or eight, right? It might be like a year after it been out. I would might have been eight, yeah. But I remember just like, well, that's Sebastian's voice. <laughs>
0: But, uh-huh. but and then like he saw. yeah,
1: do, seeing the person do it and like you know you always know like there's people that are doing these voices. But at the same time, but seeing him do the full dance, like he was dancing he around. Was and they had performances. I mean, he, does, he does Broadway stuff. He's yeah, yeah. he's yeah, in he, um, he, The Lion he, King. He's, he was, he, was he, in
0: The Lion King and he was nominated for Best Actor for what we're all Mufasa. Oh,
1: in the in the Broadway Lion King,
0: and he auditioned for Sebastian, and at that point they had they had Sebastian. As a Jamaican crab, but he couldn't do a Jamaican accent, so he did a trin- uh, Trinidadian? Tr- Trinidadian, 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 I don't know accent, and, How- and Howard Ashman just went with it.
1: His accent's fantastic, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like the only other thing that I associate more with the Car- like with the Caribbean from like the early to mid '90s and-, and even '80s time period is. Um, a small sequence in the Mighty Ducks sequel. Oh, I was gonna say cool running. No, because I feel like that's that's so specifically Jamaican. So right. I don't have any extra stuff. But in in the Mighty Ducks sequel, they play some international teams, including one from Trinidad and Tobago. And in the crowd section, they have steel drums playing <laughs> through that sequence. And uh, yeah, that's that's all. <laughs> that's the only other stuff I've got for Trinidad. <laughs> okay. But I just think it says how strong this music is, mm-hmm. that this is, you know, I, I'm 35 now, and that was when I was seven or eight, that I saw that Disney Channel yeah. performance. Like, that's not a memory of the movie, that which I watched on VHS, however many dozen times when I was a kid. But I remember watching that performance, and this music is just so catchy. And like you said, you hear that opening riff, and, like, you can't stop your brain from finishing it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you... you you launch into Under the Sea because I, I it doesn't really sound like any other song I can think of. And when you say Under the Sea, you want to do the background. Under the sea. <laughs> yeah, you want to do the callback. And like somehow they made a song that is popular, is catchy, is iconic for this movie, and also that nobody else has really managed to duplicate in any way. Like when you hear part of your world, like yeah, and that's a ballad, and it's like all these other songs and all these other movies, and, and it's the I Want song, so it's in all this stuff with musicals, and it's like this song like, I can't, like, it's not like anything practically, It it's very hard to think of um, other things, and it it just sets it apart um, as a really unique, special musical number that they composed for this moment I also noted, uh, just a I think it might even be before the music hits um There's a moment where Sebastian stopped her and he's gotten her to settle back on the rock and then it's maybe when he's just starting in. He's on her on her knees, sort of knees. Kind of. On her tail. (laughs) Um, and they have her tail painted as background. And I think it's the only time you really see scales on her on on Ariel. The rest Um, of the
0: time it's just color.
1: Yeah. And then he jumps off of that and he he gets onto the rock and he's doing his strutting. His and his dancing. His
0: dancing (laughs) My goodness, like, <laughs> wow. That little crab can move. <laughs> yes. You
1: are asking if mermaids have a pelvis?
0: <laughs> that crab that, that, does. It
1: <laughs> certainly does, because he is swinging, like, and his shoulders are, are on point. Like, his entire body movement is, is larger than life, which is completely ridiculous because he's three inches tall. How do you, like, how do you conceive to animate a crab moving the way he moves. because they were using physical reference for a lot of the motions for for, for Ariel, Ariel and, and Eric. And so I so don't not for the dance on this crab <laughs> because I mean the best they could have done is had someone do dance moves and like okay now take that and, and put it to an exoskeleton instead of an endoskeleton <laughs> and add three legs on each side. Who's the primary animator for Sebastian?
0: So it didn't say the primary animator but it's had four listed animators Duncan Majori Banks Tom Seto, Will Finn and Dave Spafford I tip my cap to all of you <laughs> yeah like, because <laughs> and it, he was in works always and he was inspired by Sammy Davis Jr so okay. i don't like i don't know who specifically anim- animated the like dancing what? and and, and, and how they would do it but man like it's he is fantastic and it's
1: like there are dance moves that you can imagine, like you can see a person performing these dance moves, but at the same time you're watching it like, like Sebastian is executing these dance moves perfectly. Um, and it's, it's amazing. Like in, in this moment, he's, I don't know if I can quite say entirely, but at the very least, almost on par with the way Ursula commands screen time. And this is just the very beginning of the song. Like, yeah, you know, we yeah. are very excited to get into the whole song in the next minute.
0: Which should or I save? Should I save the if it if it was nominated or anything till um, the end, think or should we I can do
1: crack it? into you? Let's talk about if it was nominated, and then uh, next week we will talk about whether or not it, it won. It won. So Joseph, you and I both think that this was yeah, but we were one hundred percent wrong on our other choices. Yes, because we thought that would had had been nominated <laughs> no, the, and won. So. <laughs> Now, now I'm going to go with one this question. one nominated and one. One, one question: um, Were this so the same two songs were nominated for the Academy Awards and the Golden Globes? Right? Did the same song win? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say this wins. I am also going to say that this one was nominated for both and won. Right now, I'm thinking this one and Poor Unfortunate Souls um, for the for the nominees. That's that's my inclination. I'll, I'll sign off on of that again. Was we've, this we've one wrong. nominated? Yes. Okay. Then we'll find out next one week, week. For one, <laughs> two weeks for <per> lost. loss. <laughs> Our listeners she, she, will know. It'll still be a surprise. She's not going to. She's not going to. <laughs> she's not going she she to tell me. me. She is just. She's staring. been holding this a secret for for weeks for me. <laughs> yeah. She's not even blinking, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> she's so, her eyes will she, she's keeping a secret, but we both think that this is going to be the one that is the winner. Yeah. Of, of the Academy Award and Golden Globe for best original song. This song is an amazing original song. Yes. Like, it's... I remember, so my mom said that, uh, I think it was our brother Alex, and he may be embarrassed if he hears this, uh, would you, used to dance when no, this... was me. Oh, it was you that would I dance? Was, I wasn't going to bring this up until next week. No. Okay. Because Over the closing so, credits of a VHS, right? Yeah. Okay. So and then, they, they changed the VHS. I was so upset because they switched it to part of your world for the whole credits. Yeah. So it used to be you when yeah, it came so, to the credits they would, would play dance, this song would and you'd get up and dance in front I would, of the TV e. dance during this song when it was playing and then it would come on again during the credits yeah. and I would dance all around the, all around our our living room and I don't know if our room. VHS wore out or just they did an updated edition they it they did an updated edition and in I, like 98 and we must have gotten rid of the old one and then i think the old one we had wasn't a uh a white a screen single um this is a little mermaid VHS i think it was one of our uh multi oh okay our, our multi-film VHSs that we had. Of oh, um, questionable legality. <laughs> well, at the time, not as questionable as, as in the modern day. Well, maybe maybe recorded off uh, that Disney Channel preview. I don't know. Um, yeah, it, like there was a variety of ways that yeah. we, that we had access to them. Um, but yeah, so uh, this one, I think, I think, I don't know for sure, but I think our sister Kate uh, really liked this film. Like it was her favorite. And so when I didn't get a vote or, or when it was like, a film that she chose, and then a film that I chose. Um, and I would just try to enjoy whatever she chose. This was one of the sequences that I most enjoyed about *The Little Mermaid when, when it got put on. And it was very frequent. grant I was like, well, I guess I'm going to like jump around and dance to this one until Three Ninjas gets put on, <laughs> which would be my choice in the mid-90s. <laughs> And I'm not going to say that I didn't do some, some jumping around and dancing around, but I I think when it was three ninjas, it was fighting. Yeah. Not dancing. Very, um, very skilled fighting. Oh, most certainly. <laughs> all all those imaginary foes were down.
0: <laughs> I would have loved to see you dancing around That's to okay. under the sea.
1: That's okay. <laughs> dancing is maybe generous. <laughs>
0: anyway, um, Still.
1: <laughs> maybe it was a little bit like uh, Ariel's dancing, quote-unquote dancing, uh, earlier, but yeah, that, that was me definitely okay. because um, I couldn't remember it was it was put on for Kate probably and then um, I think mom probably enjoyed seeing me jump and dance around so maybe she put it on a little more often because <laughs> she got some enjoyment out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. She's like <laughs> kids dancing, um, but yeah. So the VHS that we had, primarily at least early on, um, was. It had uh, just black rolling credits and and a couple of songs. And I think one of them was Under the Sea and the other one was Probably Part of Your World. Mm. Uh, and I would dance for Under the Sea. And then I was like, okay, not interested in Part of Your World and I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And then it, they did the re-release in like 98. Uh, it it came out of the vault. Um, and it was the, the full regular VHS. And it was great. And then we put it on and it's like, oh... It probably was like, Oh, visual's so crisp or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> such an improvement. <laughs> um, we have a Blu ray now. <laughs> yeah. But and then we got to the credits and I was like, Oh, it's doing like this weird thing where it like it was probably Jody Benson walking on the beach singing part of your world. I'm like, Well, once you finish singing this, it'll probably be under the sea, it'll be fine. And then it wasn't. It should have I been that so, live performance from Disneyland. I was so disappointed <laughs> that Under the Sea was no longer part of the credits. And I think it started, it, I think Little more my wort, worked its way out of the rotation at that point. Because I wasn't getting the second hit of Under the Sea. So that's the the personal revealing story <laughs> about my connection to the song Under the Sea. But I was probably like trying to imitate Sebastian's dancing in some. <laughs> now playground. you really wish you could see a Kestra. <laughs> the, 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 the strutting and uh, yeah. and everything, or or just like the fact that he was just jumping around and mm-hmm. moving. Yeah, and I, just I mean, kept, this is a very energetic a, song. It's, it's a good it's, song, it's, <laughs> and it's um, it, it's contagiously energetic. Mm-hmm. Like you, you want to like, and I think part of that is like the visual storytelling that they're doing. Like all of these. Other characters are joining in, and so mm-hmm. you want to be part of it. You want to join in. Yeah, and it's it's fantastic. And I think if if part of your world wasn't the song that won, then it's got to be this one. It wasn't even nominated. It. <laughs> I know, but we know this one was nominated, so I yes. gotta say that this was probably the one that won. Yeah, I'm still fighting about whether or not I think I which of the other two um, was it. Poor unfortunate souls and or kiss, kiss the girl, kiss the girl. girl. It's tough. Yeah. But I'm, I'm I know. leaning towards poor unfortunate souls, but I, I, we'll find out in a couple of weeks.
0: I know what it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have a guess for us, Kestrel?
0: <laughs> um, no, but... <laughs> I have the answer, but I will not give it to you. <laughs>
1: That's all we have for you today, listeners. We are part of Dueling Genre. You can find us and many other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. There you will also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all Dueling Genre productions. We are on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. Our guest guest can be found... Uh, By listening to the protagonist podcast, which is also part of the Dueling Genre family. We want to thank moviesbyminutes.com for cataloging all of the Movies by Minutes, basically or hopefully most of them uh, at any given time. It is a great resource to find more podcasts like this one. Until next time, listeners thank you for making us part of your world. So long.